The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go. There's a monster. I am. I'm ready for it to be over. Well, but I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. Yes. I had some issues yes. to see. Oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed. I fell asleep until the screaming. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! Well, I'm sure it's artistic, and you just don't get it. All right, here we are. Four friends in a movie, Fellowship of the Real. This time we're reviewing Red Belt, which we'll get to in a second. We'll get to Sherry's stuff in a second. But surprise, surprise, uh, I have not checked. We have a SpeakPipe account. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Fellowship of the Real, Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. And we have a SpeakPipe account, SpeakPipe. We also have a TikTok channel. Yes, that, look at that, that is true. James. Plays some, uh, some of the commercials, yes. I guess you'd say. There you go. So, Fellowship of the Real, Facebook, uh, speakpipe.com slash Fellowship of the Real. And the TikTok, James, what's... what's uh, Fellowship of the Real. Fellowship of the Real. Okay, yep. so... And it plays the, the TikTok plays the trailers? Yeah, it plays the, the trailers with some uh, some cool, you know, still photos from the movies yeah. that we review. So Very nice. We've, uh, we've started dropping the new episodes the week before... The episode drops out. So every Wednesday, check it uh, just to see if something's dropped. Yeah. And see the new episodes. The well, trailers come out advertising the, the upcoming week. Yes. We're going to start trailers doing trailers for the podcast for the episode. Yeah. Come a week before the actual episode. Yeah. We're going to start doing that. And then yeah, James week. has yeah. been making the cool TikTok videos. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I, I just, uh, we've been going long and I, and I, I didn't forget about SpeakPipe, but I just, haven't been checking it, uh, and when I had checked it, we we hadn't had anything. But I checked it uh, last week, and uh, apparently a month ago we had a voicemail from a kind soul named Stephen, and we're going to play that. Uh, he recorded it a month ago, and of course we're several weeks out from uh, the episodes. We record them several weeks in advance, so it's going to wind up being some time before we had actually gotten to it. That is going to be a correction. We're going to check that more often because we want to encourage others to follow Stephen's example. And please go to SpeakPipe and just speak your mind about anything you've heard or want to add. Uh, and we'll play it on the show and talk about it for a minute. And because uh, we really appreciate you all listening and we want to encourage you to do that, to listen and to uh, reach out. So that being said, let's take a look at what Stephen had to say. This is Stephen, our first uh, voicemail. Speakpipe.com, Fellowship of the Real. Hey, you guys. 
I am a massive fan of the podcast. I started off listening to Deadlands, to which I am an avid fan and listener of. Uh, and through Deadlands, I found your current podcast, uh, Fellowship the Real. And this speaks to my heart, guys. Um, I am a massive movie buff. I own actually almost every movie y'all have reviewed. Um, uh, I find myself adding in my own head to the conversations that y'all are having. Um, can't tell you enough how much I love it, how much I enjoy it. It, uh, it's, I've, I've always grown up watching movies. They, I've watched the classics to the current, and I just recently finished Ghostbusters Afterlife. And uh, I would like to make one small correction, if I may. In the beginning of the podcast, y'all referred to the Ghostbuster movie made with the three ladies as uh, a sequel. And it is not a sequel. It is an actual remake. It was as if the first two Ghostbusters had never existed. Um, them with their Scooby-Doo ghosts, uh, was not a fan of it. Um, Afterlife is the third movie in the Ghostbusters series. Okay, yeah. So uh, that's 90 seconds. We, we have the account and it's, we're given 90 seconds. I have actually talked to Steven. I emailed him and uh, that was the extent of his message. We didn't lose anything, I don't think, uh, from what he said. But he's absolutely correct. Uh, if we did reference that as a, a sequel, it is not. To me, it does. It, I prefer it didn't exist at all. <laughs> I uh, like how he called him the Scooby-Doo ghost. Yes. Um, right. Uh, yeah, thank you for that call out, Stephen. Obviously, thank you for appreciating us. But yeah, definitely thank you for the the correction on the the. Yeah, absolutely the no. Uh, it is not a sequel. It is t I don't know what it is. It's a steaming pile. It, uh, Afterlife is, <laughs> and to me, even like it's a Scooby Doo steaming pile. Sure. <laughs> uh, to me, there are really only two Ghostbusters: Ghostbusters and then Afterlife Part Two. I've seen a couple times, and I'm, I guess it's pretty good, but. Uh, it hasn't been good enough for me to really give it too much attention, but in the canon, yeah, it's one and two and then afterlife. Uh, but thank you, Stephen, and we want to encourage others to do that. If you hear something that we got wrong, let us know. If we uh, have something that you really like, definitely let us know. If there's a movie you want us to review, drop us a line, whatever. Speakpipe.com, Fellowship of the Real, and also on our Facebook page. And definitely hit those TikTok videos to see what's coming and, and how things are going. So yeah, thanks, yeah. Stephen. Thank That's you, Stephen. Really, really cool. It was, it, it was a very cool day when Philip sent that message. I was like, "Holy crap, we have a fan!" Yeah, no, I I checked it. You know, I was like, "Oh well, I guess let me let me just see." And then when it when it came up uh, that there was a message in there, I was like, "Oh my god!" So it was it was pretty cool. So hopefully that will build. <laughs> we thought somebody was trying to sell us car insurance. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, my warranty <laughs> ran out. And I... <laughs> crap, they found us through Speakpipe yeah. too. Uh, but please, uh, anybody out there, uh, let that be uh, a lesson to you. Please drop us a line. Let us know what's going on with you or what you think of the show. Yeah, it's very cool. We we definitely love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I played it for Lace uh, yeah. a little bit. And, uh, you know, obviously was telling him about, hey, you know, we got a fan. And I played a little bit for Lace. And he uh, he goes, do you know, do you all know this guy? And I said, no. He goes, oh, oh, so you do have a real fan. Yeah. So, thanks, well, and, and, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's someone else. Yeah, it's real. It's right. real. Right. Right. And somebody we don't know or didn't pay to call. Right. So we, uh, we appreciate it, sir. And, and that being said, like, uh, I think he... He gets us, and I think uh, he gets us because we're sort of in the same cloud. Like he's a, I don't. This is not an offense at all. He's a total movie nerd, and we are total movie nerds, and that's 
who we hope enjoys this podcast, somebody who just digs movies and wants to get down into them. I think I think I'd like to add to that. I think we're lighthearted movie nerds. Like sure. we we can take things and fun and jest and move on without getting too crazy or offending people or sure. we we know our balances because I really think like Star Trek I think we preference that preface that with hey we're going to talk about a Star Trek movie. If you want the in-depth, go to a real Star Trek sure, sure. podcast. So I think, you know, it's really cool to find a fan out there who really loves movies. I'm the way that we do. We yeah. just appreciate all forms. We may not like everything, but we totally respect it. Right. And it's cool that we're finding an audience like that. Yes. And, and, uh, he said that our podcast spoke to us. Well, you know, it speaks to us. Someone who takes, who, who loves movies, but takes them seriously enough to say, that's not a sequel. That's right. a, you know, yeah. uh, absolutely uh, purist. You know, that's good. So we're definitely not going to be right about everything. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. So we appreciate that, and thank you, Stephen. Hope you continue to listen, and hope others uh, will reach out and let us know uh, that they're listening. All right, we ready to? Uh, I think last time we called this uh, Sherry's uh, quote notable quotables. Yes, so that's notable what, quotables. I think that's becoming the official. Notable quotable. All right. I didn't do so good last time. Maybe I can do good this time. So let's get into Sherry's notable quotables. All right, Sherry. Okay. First one. Yep. It's an old one. All right. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I know you have, Philip. Okay. Well, well. <clears throat> all right. That's half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here's looking at you, kid. That's um Casablanca. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's it's one of those old ones, but you hear it. Never seen that one. I don't. Think. I don't know that I've ever actually seen it. I thought you. Oh, maybe I, I've was... seen a uh, Key Largo. Key Largo was, was the, one. the one you had. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Sorry. I'm. I well, I, I I was for some reason I was thinking, um, what's up, Doc with Streisand. But then I that doesn't seem old enough. So uh, Casablanca was not coming to mind. But that is yeah, that's definitely it. Okay, all right, you ready? I, I, yeah. I know y'all gonna know this one. The second one's usually the hard one. Well, no, this one's really easy. However, I have to watch how I say it because if I say it how it's said in the movie, okay. Mm. Okay, you ready? Yeah. That's not your mother. That's a man, baby. Oh, that's, uh, well, Austin it's Austin Powers. Powers. Yes. <laughs> now, which one? Is it the first one? Spy Who Shagged Me, the first one. Oh, is Spy that Who Shagged the... Me is the second one, right? Yeah, I have it. International, international Man of Mystery. International Man of Mystery, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's the first one, yes. Austin, that's my mother. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to say it like he says it. This is, that's... let me guess, that's C4 and Garotwire. No, it's toothpaste. And floss. There's been <laughs> tremendous advancements in dental technology. <laughs> that was one character. His father, Philip's father, could not stand. We could not have a picture of the man in the room. Oh, he, we couldn't put it on TV. He just, he just. Austin. Yeah. Yes, he, yeah, he couldn't we, stand Austin. Powers. He watched Austin Powers with us one time, and man, he he thought that was the stupidest thing he'd ever seen in his. <laughs> life. Those are. I, I don't like. I don't like the phrase "guilty pleasures" because yeah. that makes me sound like I'm guilt. I feel guilty about watching it, but I'll watch Austin. No, no, Powers. I, I like oh, I, those I first two. It. My my girlfriend, uh, we watched the first Austin Powers. I think Wednesday night, and then Thursday night. What do you want to watch, Austin Powers? number two yeah <laughs> there <Right>. we go. <laughs> yeah okay all right 
There's just so many good lines. Yeah, One of my favorites are, are is when there's many me, <laughs> oh, yeah. and and they're singing just the two of us. <laughs> you would die. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right. All right. <clears throat> now I've I've scribbled this through so many times trying to get it right. Let me see if I can say it. If you can't say anything nice about anybody, come sit by me. Uh, uh, mm, yeah. Okay. I got nothing. Uh, picture it in a real southern still magnolias. Yes. Oh. oh, finally, that was just was that a swing in the dark? It was like Chris. <laughs> well, I said I was real. Before she said southern, I mean, but yeah, I was not like a hundred percent confident. If at you all. can't say anything nice about anybody, come sit by me. Sure. And the reason I bring that up, guess what? My next choice is. Excellent. Oh, it's uh, about time. Yeah, because right. it's on Netflix. It's free. Well, uh, I, I so almost wanted to say still magnolias just because I knew it was. Coming eventually, it's like, uh, what's his name from uh, Wings? You know, and Margaret. Yeah, I know that's at least one I, answer in there. I love, I love that. You know, they're playing trivia, and he doesn't trivia know trivia pursuit. And he thinks he says, "I know that's the answer to one of these questions." <laughs> he would just answer every question. Anymore. So, just yeah. like why we're on the air for the record, is it is it Phil's fault or is it mine that we're now having to watch Still Magnolias? It's it, well, all right. <laughs> let me explain. It's just that time. It could um, just be that time. Well, well, we've joked about, you know, you, we making you watch shitty movies and you're punishing us for watching it, this, which I've always said, that. I'll watch whatever. Musicals are going to be rough, but still Magnolia's oh, a good movie. Oh, no, musicals yeah, are, likes, are to uh, come. I started watching Yeah, part we got to watch it, but yeah, it's going to be rough. Well, I started watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the other day yeah, and oh I God. thought, uh, no, I can't do this to y'all guys. I can't. <laughs> I cannot thank you. do that. Thank you. That. From the bottom of my heart. Yeah. No, you. I really cannot do that to because it was enough for me to, I enjoyed it, but it's still enough for me to sit through it. No. Still Magnolias. That was the whole reason for me wanting to do a podcast. I've been nice. trying to get this guy, Philip, yeah. <laughs> to watch Still Magnolias for years. And I said, okay, well, why don't we do a movie podcast <laughs> where we have to watch whatever the other one says? Yeah. And, of course, Philip says, well, Chris and I have been talking about doing a movie podcast. I said, well, okay, so let's, you know, yeah, let's get together and... Whatever we pick sure. is what we have to watch. Right. Well, there, so I mean, guess what? You get to watch Still Magnolia. And I'll probably wind up liking it. I just it is a, it is a good movie. Yeah, and we'll give it that. It's right. not. It's again. It's one of those movies that yeah, I've seen it once, seen it twice. That's enough. Yeah. All but right. it, it's one more well, time. Well acted. Yeah. Classic. One of those classic All movies. Right. I cry every time and um, cried again. Okay. Whatever. All right. It's like, uh, what's that? Fried green tomatoes. It's in that vein. Yeah. I, I've seen that once. The, the line I remember that is face it, girls. I'm older with more insurance or whatever. <laughs> when she steals that parking space, crashes her car. Or whatever. Who was, who said that? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Uh, well, the, the, the girls say to her, face it, lady, we're, we're younger and faster. And then she smashes her car and steals the space and said, face it, girls. I'm older with more insurance. You know? Well, I, I saw that once. I didn't really care for that one. That's all I, I remember just... about it. I do like Kathy Bates, but yeah. Anyway, all right. Okay. What what movie are we doing now? We're doing this is uh, Chris's pick, Red Belt. We're yeah, going. We're doing Red Belt. Yeah. 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 All right. So let's. Uh, <laughs> what movie are we uh, reviewing again? <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to say it at least once. At least. At least once. Right. Like on every podcast, somebody says it. That's, that's fine. Some, no, that's good. All right. So we're gonna do uh, Money Critics fans first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I have the stuff. Nobody else has it, right? Anybody want to? No? You're the man, sir. Okay. 
Uh, Red Belt. So now, as I I've, I've seen, I watched this like four times because I struggled with some of the structure and story, but I think I have reached a good conclusion. But the more I watched it, the more I liked it, and I think if people would continue to watch this, they would like it more and more as well. And these scores might go up because I I thought it was a decent story, and so these scores seem a little low to me. Sixty seven percent of critics gave it three and a half stars or above. And 65% of the audience have liked this movie, three and a half stars or above. I don't, I had never heard of this movie till Chris recommended it or, or picked it. I had never heard of it either. Was this, did you know, was this released? Did you remember seeing this in a theater? Or where did you discover it? I saw it in theater. Did you really? Yeah. That's crazy. This like, is 2008. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, 2008. I was probably the only one in there, but yeah, I saw it. Yeah, because I, I had never heard of it. Domestically, let's see, it had a budget of $7 million, which is, you know, uh, but domestically it only made $2 million. Like I told you, it was me and maybe one other guy. Yeah. yeah. International. You paid a lot of money to see this movie. If it only made $2 million, <laughs> it was you and another guy. 300000 international for a total of $2,670,000. Two That's not a lot of times, James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. well, it was $100,000 a ticket, apparently. <laughs> Oof. Uh, worldwide total two thousand two million six hundred seventy four thousand, so two million dollars on a seven million dollar budget. So box office, it was kind of a flop. I don't know why, because as I say, yeah, the, and it didn't have much to make back. It was only seven million. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it had like a lot of the people in this movie I've seen before in other things. Yeah. You know, yeah, Tim Allen's in it for a while, and there's some others. Ed O'Neill's in it for a split second. Who is Ed O'Neill? Al Bundy. Uh, Al Bundy, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I thought that was that, him. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, he uh, comes by and says, He leans in. We, uh, yeah. Jerry or whatever. It yeah. was like David Mamet had, you know, just buddies stop by. Sure, and sure. it was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing. Uh, I think that little world of his, David Mamet's really into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Oh, is he? Because yeah. I had heard the name David Mamet. What else has he done? Do we know? Glenn, Glenn Gary. Uh, Glenn Gary. Glenn Ross. Oh, he wrote yeah. okay. Writer, right. director, producer, but mostly known as a writer yeah. uh, for a lot of things. I was trying to pull up his IMDb okay. just to see. Uh, Spartan with Val Kilmer. Spartan with, yeah, Val Kilmer. Uh, Hannibal. Uh, Ronan, Wag the Dog. I've seen Ronan. The I've Edge seen Wag the Dog. with uh, The Edge, I believe, was uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, just uh, Hoffa. Okay. A lot of dra- drama, Untouchables, that kind of thing. You wrote Untouchables? Yeah. Okay. So right. this was like, I so guess. He's got chops. I, I guess more of a. And we're gonna, I'm getting into this later, but it was like a love letter to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. I think this was a total passion project. Sure. So the fact that it didn't make all of its money back, I don't, I personally, the way that I feel about this movie, I don't see the not making its money back hurts the life of this movie. Like a lot of people recommended this to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, When we bought it at the movie trader, they had to dig it out of a box in the back. They had gotten several copies. I guess James got one. He said they had several. So we went down there, but they hadn't even unpacked them yet. They were were still sitting in a box in the back and he Mm -hmm. knew he had it. And he was kind enough to go dig it out. But he knew all about this movie. He, he was, oh, yeah, it's got such and such, the classic. Yeah. So, uh, and the reason I like the people down there, they're, they're, uh, they're hardcore movie nerds. They, they, you, you mentioned a movie, they know about it. Yeah. I, I, when Chris recommended this movie years ago to me, yeah. I, I tried to watch it and for whatever reason didn't watch it. And my brother was like, yeah, I'm going to try to watch Red Belt. My brother's like, it's a fantastic movie. You've yeah. got to see it. 
And then when I told him we were doing it for the podcast, he's like, finally, it's you're yeah. going to it's a good movie. You need to see it. And yes. you had to finish it. this. this and time. I had to finish it. Turn the <laughs> subtitles on and everything. It was I had yes. to, I knew uh, what was going on. You watch every movie with subtitles. Yeah. So I can follow it. Yeah. yeah. A TV show. Well, yeah. Everything. Anything you're watching. Everything. You watch yeah. it with. My hearing is just so messed <laughs> yeah. up. Can I ask a question before we get started? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm looking through this um, on on my phone. I didn't realize there was a red belt. Um, is that above a black belt? Well, they they explain it in the movie. I, I in, told you I don't. In in I I don't know if you're going to go into this, but yeah, in the movie it's its thing. It is its own thing in the movie. It's a plot point. In real life, red belts are depending on your it's system. Yeah. Your system. Like this, red belts ju- can be higher than black belts. Most black belts are just like, like he says in the movie come off the street white belt yeah you can now teach with a black belt most of them are like black belt then you have degrees stripes of, yeah degrees of black well belt. yeah because this has a black and a red kind of yeah. intertwined um i guess the idea that for, there's only because he says there's only one and so it's the grand master of that okay because yeah. yeah. i mean i remember that from the movie that one man having the red belt yeah. and it's it's kind of misleading in the movie uh some people it bugs them because they're really into that world but this isn't that kind of podcast i'm yeah. not getting in there to to make any problems with anybody but uh in the movie it shows that there's one red belt in the world and yeah. it's a grandmaster in real life there are five grandmasters it's like a machado not machado uh the gracie family yeah or something like that so there's more than one there is red belts depending on your discipline yeah, yeah. okay but and for this movie alone I don't know if this specific type of scenario exists where there's one red belt and one. Well, I think, yeah, I think they wanted to make it really. It really works better story-wise if yeah. there's only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, and we'll get to it. But yeah, the where they're talking about it, you know, she's like, like you said, white belt's coming off the street, doesn't do anything, and then a black belt, you know, is can is has earned the you know the right to teach. instruct the class and teach. Yeah, and then she says, you know, well, what do you do to get a red belt? And he says, there's only there's one. only one, which they well, they don't really unpack at that point, which is cool because right. you sort of get the significance later. That's not what it's about, right? Yeah, if you're Mister Miyagi, you there's just no use the belt to well, hold yeah. your pants. JC Penny, hold up pants. Right, there was some dichotomy about this because yes the red belt is the grand master but then there's all these references to from snowflake uh yeah just holding up your pants you know that the belts don't and i think why would the black belt make you feel better so that way i know his fucking pants won't fall down right Right. so there's this downplaying of the belt system but then oh the red belt is a big deal so uh, well one of the belt systems is called the okinawa belt system yeah which immediately made me think of mr miyagi yeah it's like, well, obviously he knows there's belts. Maybe he just doesn't believe in belts in it. Yeah, anyway, I, I think uh, that's a different movie. <laughs> right. Well, um, now I, I've heard that that the, the whole belt system was almost a uniquely American thing because Americans needed some kind of incentive and reward. <laughs> sure. That, that, and then other that systems tracks. that, that right. uh, you know, belts. You know. Yeah, there's there's a whole history of it. I was listening to a little bit of kind of the history on it and just. I know enough about it to say that I don't know enough about sure. it at all. But there are different classes, different systems. Yeah. But this movie specifically, this plot device, I don't think exists right. in the world. And the fact that like they're playing this tournament with one person in a disadvantage, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not realistic at all. Well, Nobody yeah, would right. sanction that kind of stuff. So, But it, it we'll get to more because this movie yeah. isn't about that. The movie's not about the tournament right, and the right. belt. It's, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So what was uh, what did you have as a genre for this? Uh, I don't know that I picked one. To be honest with you, this might be a uh, sports story that's not a golden fleece. Yeah, dude with a problem. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 I'm, um. Yes. Uh, uh, that's yeah, probably. I couldn't think of anything else that fit. You know. Yeah. Better. The, uh, it's not Monster in the House. It's not out of bottle. Uh, it's not a wide donut. It's not a full triumph, right? I don't think it's institutionalized. Um, what yeah. else am I forgetting? Golden it's, Fleece. Uh, yeah, Golden Fleece. But like he doesn't build a team to go after it, right? And Golden right. Fleece, you built a team, and he's not, and he's by himself. Well, I think it's. Uh, I I thought that before because I, I think I'd asked: Are any sports movies not Golden Fleece, or any horror movies not Monster in the House? I think this might be a cool. Uh, Am yeah. I wrong? This this is a sports movie with sports as the backdrop. Yeah, it's not a golden fleece because it's it's not a sports movie. Yeah, um, I don't think it's right of passage either. Yeah, because um, he's not going. He's going through stuff, but it's not like right of passage. It's uh, it's important for the character. Like the character is dealing with a problem yeah. the wrong way, and then they change and deal with it the right way and accept it. Well, where we. We've already talked about this a little bit off air, but it's a flat arc, right? He's yes, yeah. So um, he doesn't change; he changes other people. Yes, and 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 so we usually analyze these movies by the fifteen beats, and I think that is a fast and quick way to break story. I think it's a legitimate way to test the the, the cohesiveness of the story. But I think this movie, because when I tried to do it that way, I struggled with. And I thought the mu- the movie meandered and and lost its way, but I I think this is almost a one hundred percent character driven story, where the character not plot driven it has a plot all stories have a plot but it is so much about the character that I didn't want and I liked the movie and I thought it deserved some consideration so I looked at it straight from a, a flat art character plot situation and when you look at it as purely character driven. Flat arc, he changes the world around him. It lines up much more cohesive than a plot-driven story based on the fifteen beats. Now, mm. I think I think I have all fifteen beats, but I find them very squishy. But when I look at the flat arc, character-driven thing, I feel like it's much tighter. So we'll go through this, and I, and and then very quickly, I'll give my thoughts on what I think the flat arc situation is, or whatever. I wanted to ask real quick before we get too far into it, Chris. Why did you pick this movie? <laughs> and uh, I, I'm truly because you've you've recommended this movie for the better part of decade, like that I've known you. <laughs> right. So this isn't just a you know spring it on us yeah, type of sure. thing. Like you, you've liked this for a while. I have. Yeah. I, I guess I like I said I was one of the few people that apparently saw it in the theater. Um, yeah. I don't. I just I I love this movie. I I liked it from the first moment I, I saw it, and just every time I watch it, I like it even more. And once we were doing this, I guess, started talking, you know, decided we we're going to do a podcast, right? And analyze movies and kind of break them down. I thought this would be one that, this is one of the first ones that popped in my head as yeah. far as this would oh, be yeah. fun to try to break down and, and talk about it. Because I don't know how much I like it and I don't know that I'd even analyze it all the way through through uh, Blake Snyder's beats yet, you know, mm-hmm. um, until, until I watched it this time. But yeah, it was just, I'm sure you guys all had similar movies that popped into your head as far sure. as, oh, we're doing a podcast. I want to talk about this. And like James, you and I have talked about, it, like we had these huge, long, massive lists. Yeah. I, I told y'all I put them all in a, a stupid spin the wheel app, and this yeah. is what popped up. That's you know? cool. Oh, that's um, about time. Nice. Yeah. So, well, and uh, I guess I'll break in every time it's my turn, continue to do that. And then yeah. once that list is wiped out, then. I'll put more in there. Yeah, sure. You know, That's but, really cool. Um, I couldn't decide, right, what to do. And 
I was I had a, another Stallone movie I was thinking about, and I didn't want to you know do that when we were yeah you know, talking double Stallone double feature. Stallone feature yeah so well, and, yeah with and Rocky I always try to yeah. match up well you know I try to if somebody I think we did it before like if you did Mummy so I went with what I do We on the Night or something just try mm-hmm. to you know, yeah yeah yeah. Get a good match, right, on whatever I'm matched up with. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely spices it up having that kind of dynamic movie yeah. pick action. So, Yeah. Uh, um, I'd be interested to know, because Steven says he had almost every movie we've watched. But I'd be very interested to know if he has, has this one, because I had never heard of it. Right. Um, maybe a lot of people haven't. Let me read the a couple of short blurbs here. They can understand maybe what, what, we're, what direction we're headed in. Martial artist Mike Terry lives by a strict code of no competitions for he feels that such contests weaken fighters. After saving a famous actor, uh, Tim Allen, from a brutal attack, Mike takes a job in the film industry. He soon finds his personal beliefs and integrity on the line as circumstances force him to participate in a prize fight. And then a shorter one, a fateful event leads to a job in the film business for top mixed martial artist instructor Mike Terry. Though he refuses to participate in prize bouts, Circumstances conspire to force him to consider entering such a competition. Uh, this is again, I say this is a very character-driven piece, more so than even uh, the plot, as as far as the motivating force. And that's even when I struggled with the structure of this movie and thought it was meandering. The strength of the character kept me interested, and I didn't want to not like it because I really liked this character. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, it only made like $63,000 its opening weekend, so it didn't even make $100,000 its first weekend. Uh, I had never heard of it, but uh, I appreciate you mentioning it because I kind of really like it now, you know, to the point where I I, I I really like it, you know, not to give too much away too early. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, y'all have talked about it before, I guess. I, I like fight movies. I like, you know. And this is a fight movie. but knife fighting, James, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, and but this is a fight movie, but there's so much more. Yeah, so much more, um, so and it goes. I, it. Uh, I guess I like it because uh, it's not a Van Damme flick, right? No, no, or but, Norris but flick. It's or Seagal or whoever, right? It's, not knowing the ending, I thought, oh yeah, there, okay, there's gonna be a fight, blah blah. Right. Well, I thought he was gonna have to go yeah. through the tournament. So like Warrior, like that movie Warrior. Yes, uh, yep. That's what I was expecting it sure. to do. Is he gets in a bind. He needs money. Sure. He and that's standard. Compromise with himself. Right. Yeah, it go. plays with the conventions. Yeah, yeah I really remember right at the same time enough. I saw it too. Yeah, he puts. I mean, we'll get to it, but he gets as far as putting on all the stuff and and yeah. about to go to the the ring. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, that's money critics fans. Are we ready to get into our beats? I think so. Anything else? Nope. Okay. Here we go with uh, the beats. All right. Again, I'm going to need some help with this because going through the beats, the 15 beats, I have a opening image, a setup, about 50 catalysts, a little bit of a debate, and I think that's it. 50 catalysts? <laughs> There's I, I at some point I have triple bump down here. Uh debate, the true debate, debate break into two at an hour and minute an hour and five minutes and it's only an hour and a half. You like changing the, uh, his beats from plural to single, like, you know, one fun and game or, you know, well, there's multiple <laughs> catalysts. Well, okay. Catali. Catali. There you go. What do Catali. I have written yeah, there? Fun and game. Just one of them. <laughs> <laughs> right at the top of the page. Midpoint false defeat. No, I like idea. it. James Catali. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I struggled with this movie. Uh, this is notes from the first watching. 
This yeah. is where I was like, okay, this isn't working. And what so did Chris recommend. Right. So we'll go through these and you can set me straight and then I'll and then I'll very briefly at the end go through how I think it breaks down from a character standpoint and works better. Anyway, according to me, but that doesn't mean that's the way it is. Opening image, I have and and I I I thought these initial beats were very powerful. Although we'll get to it in a second. There there's some some sort of right turns that don't go anywhere, but we can talk about that in a second. Opening image, Mike Terry a teacher of martial arts teaching his star student police officer, Joe Collins. This is the, this is what you see him doing. And he's got uh, several sort of sage sayings, uh, control the situation, control the fight. Uh, There is no situation from which you cannot escape. Uh, This kind of thing. So uh, opening image, very wise, uh, disciplined with a code of his own uh, that he uh, lives by and demands that his, Students live by. You know the move. You know the move. Uh, insist right. on the move. Insist. You know. Uh, you know the escape. This kind of so lives by code and demands that his students live by that same code. Is his opening image. Uh, any thoughts? Any other? Yeah, just I was gonna. Add, I have the same opening image, sure. and my notes are pretty much the same. Other than I guess I, like you, I went back and looked at um, uh, K. M. Wyland's uh, Flat Arc, right? Yeah. And yes. and made some notes according to you know yeah sort of beats. Well. And I guess the way she defines it is for a flat arc is this is a good place that represents the character's truth. Yes. Right. For the or, for the characters, for a flat arc character's ordinary world. So that is this scene. That is his ordinary world. Yes. And this gem represents everything about it represents his truth and his way of life and yes. his, his beliefs. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, I definitely caught that uh, pushing his, uh, his student through his paces and really being like, there's there's always a way out like just breathe and do this and do this because he's pushing that guy to be a black belt yes yeah yeah and that's i don't think i've ever seen a movie go through that kind of like any sports movie go through that kind of routine or whatever yeah no i thought it was a very powerful opening image and yeah and it's almost all of it is his his you know you know the escape you know it's his stuff there's only there's very minimal in this scene now and i'm thinking about it where like there's i can only come up one i really like it when the guy's in a chokehold, he's like, oh, well, that's it. Officer's down. Officer down. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, that makes you mad. You know, right. That's the only time he was really going outside of his cadence beliefs, you know? And that's the first time you you hear that, that guy's he's an cop. officer. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, which, uh, is, which is well-hidden exposition. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The theme stated, there are several sayings he, he says, but he repeats this later on in the movie, so I'm pegging this as the theme. And I think, I think this sentence that he says becomes basically what happens throughout the movie. There is no situation you cannot escape from. Exactly and I think I, I think yeah. he he is faced with a situation. That's the whole movie's that's argument. The whole movie. Is there is there a situation? Yes, is I, that true? Yes, is that true? Yeah. And gets into a situation that he feels like at some point maybe there is no escape from. And he has but, to yeah, yeah, yes. pushes his beliefs. Pushes, pushes his beliefs, his beliefs and yeah. almost makes him break right. until it doesn't. Uh and so he proves we're skipping ahead, but but we're going to get through this. He proves this statement to be true for himself, and and in a flat arc, he sh- you should the the unchanging character shows the world the truth. Right. And I think absolutely by the end of the movie, he has shown the truth of this statement to the amazement of his wife and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So I I, I think I, I think that those are very well done. Uh, setup. Okay. Now this is the first place. 
that I had a little question and it left me scratching my head, okay? Because at various points, there are plot lines that sort of just go nowhere. And I'm not entirely certain that it needs to go anywhere, but it raised questions that never got answered. All right, so a woman, Lara, a lawyer, I wrote she has a pharmaceutical problem, hits Mike's car and enters the dojo to make amends. She is on the phone in the rain with a pill bottle in her hand talking to somebody about this pharmacy that she can't get into because it closed. And then she says, you know, cryptically, no, a real pharmacist isn't going to do it. This, this prescription won't stand up with a real right. doctor. So it's almost like she's, you know, looking for an underground pharmacy or somebody that's going to yeah. turn a blind eye to, get, sure, to her yeah. getting drugs. She's a, she's a rape victim, right? We find that out later. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is, she's, it's in a way, this movie, we're talking about genres. This is a rite of passage for her. She's sure. dealing with the problem the wrong way. She's trying to medicate, right? Well, we, and, and, okay. And even medicate in underground, sure. medicate, not even, right? I mean, she's, what I got of is she's exhausted all regular channels as far as medicine. Sure. So now she's trying to do this. And yeah, I mean, and she's so hell bent on that. She doesn't see the damn car, sideswipes sure. it, and ends up crossing paths with Mike no, Terry, who ends up helping her, I right? I understand all of that. Okay. But some of those blanks you filled in, I filled in. Well, that oh, yeah, goes, well, it must be that she... No, I think that's 100% the way Mamet wrote it. Like, he didn't want to fill it. Like, even yeah. Mike Terry okay. and his his thought process, like, we have to fill in what he's thinking a, a lot in a lot of scenes, right? Like yeah, you, yeah, there are several even places. his backstory, there's, like, hints of what his backstory is. But, yeah, I think Mamet was very, okay. you know, sparse and yeah, I think, uh, about it on purpose. I okay, think all right. She yeah. sideswipes the car. And then she has the the thought, I'm going to go in here and tell him, hey, I swiped your car. Yes. If she was an addict on the something else, I don't think she would have done that. So it kind of speaks to her character. It's like, yeah, the first time you saw her, she's trying to find She's pills, a fucking mess. But, but she's trying to do the right thing. She's a shitty person either, yeah. Right, right. And okay. there's a start, to me, start contrast between it. And I know it was raining, how we see her here. And then when she shows up, once she's paid for the window, what's going on here? And we're skipping ahead, but right, he shows up in the yeah. windows and you see a shot of her. And that you know, and that's when we learned that again we're skipping ahead. We learned she's a lawyer, but there's huge difference there. Sure, right? So yeah, all right, um, okay. But yes, it is very cryptic and very, and you definitely have to fill in the blank. He did not lay it all out on the on the line for you. Yeah, nobody knows what's going on, and then she's freaking out. Then the cops she's a mess. Yeah, he's like cops trying. Oh no, yeah, her. take her coat. Like again, yeah, that explains uh, why she wigs out so bad. Right, and know? now okay, that that's yeah. She she hits the car. She goes <laughs> in and. Uh, Joe Collins, he, the cop, has taken his gun out, you know, obviously for safety. I got that. Yeah, he takes down sets yeah. there because uh, yes. Mike Terry's giving him a hard time before she comes in. Mike yes. Terry's giving him a hard time about his harness, saying that sure, can be used that against you. Yeah, it's a it's a live. So Joe, Joe takes it out and leaves it on the counter so that they can you know play spar or whatever you know on the in the mat without someone accidentally with the gun without the gun accidentally going off. Yes, he's off to the side. I, I this is this is all first reaction. First time seeing, but when she comes in, she is trying to say, I hit your car, I want to make amends, and they won't let her talk, which, yeah. which I, I thought that that was the weakest part of that scene. Sure. Won't let her talk, and, oh, take her coat. Just, if, I'm thinking, just let the girl talk. She's obviously frantic. If someone's frantic, I'm not going to keep interrupting them. I'm going to let them get it out and find out what's going on. But to me, they needed her to have this reaction. And so the scene was written this way. I thought it was the weakest part of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the wife's yelling, Sandra's yelling at him at, at Mike, right? Cause he does tell her, come in, right? He's, he's very calm. Tries to calm her it, right? down. Calm her down. Yeah. And she several Joe, times. Take the lady's coat as he turns to see whatever his sure. wife was doing. Yeah. And, and then, you know, but it, it is kind of, it's a little weird, bit forced. Yeah. 
I, was it enough for me to not like it? No. Yeah. But uh, in my mind, just for the second, I'm like, let the girl talk, which means I'm out of the movie. Well, it definitely sure. it definitely adds to the overwhelming sensation you feel for her. She's going through all sure. this stuff. She's coming in on the thing. And now these guys are, oh, wait, yeah, we'll be right with you. Make yourself comfortable here. Let me grab your jacket. And she's just yeah. freaking. Right. So I felt that kind of anxiety okay. part of it. Okay. All right. Yeah. It just pulled me out a little bit, but, you know, whatever. All right, so she, uh, okay, so a woman, Laura, enters the dojo to make amends. She has intimacy issues of the first order, leading to the shooting of Broken Window. Joe passes on reporting it for fear of bringing shame on the dojo, and we learn, this is all set up, that the dojo has money problems. We never learn about this, and I don't think it's important that we do, but it is a, another line of plot that we, we don't go to learn about. The cop had an incident on the job or something, because Mike, uh, Mike says, the, you said the training saved your life. So somehow. This is how you repay me. Yeah. Yeah, right. You say the training saved when your life. So him, yeah. There was something that this training helped him with. We don't know what that is. And it, I guess it's not important. Later on, some things happen, but whatever. We'll get to that. <laughs> now, here's where I start hitting multiple catalysts because I, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, well, the. Uh, Anyway, anyway, before we get to that, any other things in the setup that y'all want to mention? I have the setup ending with basically the catalyst had incident, the cop had incidental job, but she's in there. This is all prior to the shooting of the window. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just uh, like I think it's important that the first time we see her, see Laura, she's lost. Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah. That's good. Just yeah. No, there's uh, and I'm sure if I watched it again, I'd find even more. But as I went through. Uh, well, I, I watched and it. She finds what she needs without realizing, of course. You know, yes, first. yes. Uh, I thought. I thought. The more every time I watched it, I'm like, okay, well, these things mean something, and this looks up, this links up with that. So I thought the writing was very smart, and that's why I sort of cringed a little bit at like the scene where they won't let her talk, and then, but it did create a heightened sense of uh, anxiety, which James is talking about, which I guess does work. So, any anything else for setup? Before we move into multiple catalysts, as far yeah, as... Yeah, what's your first catalyst, the window? Catalyst. I wrote, should be, but ultimately is not. Something blew in through the window. I thought that would have been a remarkable catalyst. You know, the catalyst blows in through the window, or the catalyst breaks the window. Uh, to me, that seemed almost a no-brainer. Uh, they can either pay the rent or pay for the window. Since they are not reporting the incident, insurance won't cover it because it's an act of God. So it winds up being the right thing, you know, he'll say, yeah, I think, I think it was the right thing to do. And then his wife was like, okay, well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, he talks about he gave her, a, uh, Joe gave the girl a pass. Yes. Because, you know, they would have, you know, she would have gone to jail for attempted murder, would have ruined her life. Yeah. And the wife says, and you think that's uh, noble? And he goes, no, I think it's correct. Yeah, right. And I love that line. I absolutely, love absolutely. Uh, um, I think that is a catalyst. That's where I have it. That window getting broke. It does everything. start the action off. Yeah, it starts everything. And I like the line about, the wind blew something into the window. A storm is about to enter this man's life and he has sure. no idea. No, yeah. and I have that written down, but at some point I'm like, okay, no, this is it. And, <laughs> no, I, and that like, was my problem I'm with, with you. The, I didn't nail him down right away. Like right. I had well, to like, keep playing with it and decide, okay, well, if this is this beat, then what is... Right, you know, and I really struggle it because I, I think it does... Did I you think, have the beats, James? Uh, no. No. Okay. okay. I'm just going to tell you where you're wrong. Sure, absolutely. Cool. Well, I, I need you because I, I I like her looking for that pharmacy. I'm looking for these beats. You think that's right, James? I think it's correct. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, proceed. I'm driving through the rain like her looking for the beats. She's looking for her pills. I'm looking for the beats. Uh, catalyst double bump. So uh, I said catalyst double bump, but again, ultimately not. 
He saves actor Chet Frank from an assault in a bar, is invited to dinner at his house by way of thanks. Wife hooks up to do business with Chet's wife in fashion. Uh, Chet has Mike explain jujitsu and theme is restated. Escape. Now, he, he does sort of enlarges on the theme. Uh, there is no situation from which you cannot escape. You uh, do not try to avoid force, embrace it, or deflect it. Yeah. Everything uh, has a... Uh you say force? I don't remember where he says everything has a... Uh, why try to escape force? Embrace it? Yeah, embrace or it or deflect it. Deflect it. Only two answers, yeah. Yeah, why try to... Yeah. Avoid it or something. It. Yeah. Oppose it, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, well, now he's invited to... This This will be the catalyst setting him off because he'll be offered things now and... You mean saving Tim was saving the, Tim and going to dinner? Jeff yeah, Frank was the is the catalyst. Yes, the invite, I guess, because the knock on the door and the package arrives. Okay, again, something enters his life could be the catalyst. That was my first one because yeah, it arrives by a knock on the door. Yes, yeah, but but ultimately, as I finished my notes, I said, nope, not that's not it either. <laughs> <laughs> because both those things are things that blow into his life. Both mm-hmm. now they could be a double bump, but but uh, you know. Well, because, yeah, because after the watch comes, he there's an invite to dinner. Yes. Basically. Yes. And then... And this will set him off on another path. Right. Yeah, but it all stems about needing money to pay for... You can either pay to repair sure. the window or you can pay the rent. His his principles and his way of running the business because of his principles is bleeding her business dry. She's... Like, there's a line in there about how she's like, you know, she's having to cover everything. Yeah, yes. Right? Yeah, I, I and she's some, frustrated with that. Yes. Um, And then she even says, you know, she's... She does not... Uh, believe in his principles. Um, well, she's more of a pragmatic pragmatist, you know. Yeah, right. But she just she even asked him, you know, what is the what does your family eat? Why you're being so noble? By by you you're being so pure. So I yes. think it's it's all about money, right? Yes. So I think to me, his breaking the two is going reluctantly going to ask Bruno for a loan. She says you need to ask him for a loan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when he goes, he goes to the bar to ask for a loan, and that's where he ends up meeting Tim Allen's character, right? Yes. But he finds out from there, he thinks Joe works there, right, still, as a bouncer. Because yes. Joe used to work there. He finds out Joe doesn't work there anymore. He quit because they didn't pay him. So, like, he never asked Bruno for the loan. Never, no, he just I think he, he went there him. with the intention of that. But this dude's so caught up in making things right for others that well, as soon as he hears about, well, wait a minute, Joe didn't get paid, when he gets back there with Bruno... He asked him, well, did you pay him? And, yeah. and he doesn't accuse Bruno of not paying him. He asked him, did you pay him? Yeah. And Bruno's a big dickhead about it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and no. what, what fucking business of yours? Yeah. Do I pay him? You know? Yeah. And that's the first mention of you want money, fight on the undercard. Yes. All right. Um, so. And then he's leaving and he sees the issue that, that Tim Allen's getting into. And yes. again, let me interview intervene on someone else's behalf. Yes. Like he's all about helping other people. Yeah. See, because he'll even say uh, when there's a problem, it's easy. It's, I'll fix it. It's easy. It's yeah. easy. You know. Let me clean it up. Let me clean yeah. it up. Uh, again. Is there a situation from which there is no escape? No, there is not. I can get out of this. I can fix this. I will make right. the, you know, it's easy. It's easy. Uh, setup continues. He explains. All right, so I have two catalysts, and now I say we're back into more setup because we're learning more about him. Explains his system of training, the marbles. Mike was in the military, um, and when he shows up at set, his friend said, well, did, you, did you tell him what you did? He says, no, he didn't ask. And we never find out what he did in the military. Right. Was it noble? Was it, was it dishonorable? I mean... I, you know, I don't know. I have a feeling he probably did dark and violent things and because maybe he used, trained, to drink, he used to drink and he doesn't drink and either. doesn't drink anymore. So whatever he did in the military messed him up and sent him down a path and maybe the training saved his life. Right. Here we are filling in blanks because we never find out. Right. But, Does it matter? 
I, ultimately, I guess not. It but, just builds, but, the, it but builds you, the world. You, sure, but well, it, it builds, it, it the, builds the foundation of the world, right. and then you have to put yeah. the bricks on because it makes these references to things that are going on that we never find out about. Sure. And I guess that was initially... What bothered you about it? Yeah, my problem with this movie. I'm like, why do you keep dropping these right. seeds and then you never let the plant grow? You know, I, but it's like, because uh, in other stories where there, where it's a you know a positive or negative arc, right? There, there's change. The character, the the ghost, or you know, the lie he believes, the lie the, they believe, yeah. right? So we need to know what that ghost and what that lie is. Yes. But with this guy, we know everything we need to know about him in that opening. All we scene. need to know is that he's got a code and he's going to change people around. Yes, right. Uh, that and was it, a revelation. And how does he get money in in this world? Like that's what I think that's breaking too. It's all about this. Sure, maintaining his business in this money driven world, especially some of these really sleazy people he comes across. How does he yes. maintain his morals and and, and get this what was he a needs? conclusion What's I came to escape? about the third viewing. Yeah, when I started to understand, okay, this is not going to be your your plot driven necessarily story uh all we yeah absolutely because I, this again these are notes from my first viewing all caps second plot line that goes nowhere with this military thing so at this point i was getting a little frustrated and i wrote there i, I guess there's three because i wrote them down the lawyer's drug thing we don't find out about mike's military experience we never find out about uh ultimately the notion of the red belt except there is only one but if belts as snowflake says make uh, and Mike agrees with her only for holding her pants, then why the importance of the notion of the red belt, even if and especially there is only one. So at, at this point, I'm, I was kind of losing it with this movie. It's the first yeah. viewing. Yeah. Anyway. I could see that. I hadn't thought about the dichotomy of the belts yeah. until you pointed it out earlier with the, you know, it's all about, you know, there's only one and the whole and the movie's called fucking red belt. Right. But then, yeah, the, well, why does the black man make, make you feel better? Snowflake? So I know his fucking pants will fall down. Right. Yeah, and, they very much make light of it. And, and, and you even tell them this is for symbolic. I need money for to buy a belt. It's, you know, sure. the belt's just symbolic. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now, and especially based on his code, which is no competition and, and right. take the man down and, and, and this kind of thing, but it has nothing to do with belts. He doesn't. He ultimately doesn't care about belts, except, right. you know, as, I, I don't know. So then, the, but then there was talking about belts. So at this point, I, again, first viewing, now, Catalyst, triple bump. <laughs> what I have written here. Catalyst. Yeah, Catalyst. Chet wants Mike to be a co-producer on the film. Mike agrees and shares training techniques, uh, advises as to authenticity of aspects of the film. And at this point, I'm like, I listed them. Ways in which everyone is throwing money at Mike. Okay? Fight for, 50, fight for 50K after uh, they won't loan him the- his principles. Right. Uh, the gifted watch. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give that away. I'm not gonna use that. Yeah, but again, he's wrong. He's uh, he gives. Yeah, Chet gives him the watch. He writes a wrong in his eyes because yes. Joe never got paid. I hooked you up with the jobs from my people. They didn't. They stiffed you. Then you pawn the watch and make it right. Yes. Develop yeah. a reality show based on his training techniques. As soon as that guy, as soon as he explained at the part at the Chet's house. Yeah, to Jerry. Yeah, Joe Montana. I'm like. Dude, you don't see the the piece mm-hmm. of shit you're talking to. Like in my mind, sure. I'm like, you, they just stole your idea, dude. Right. Um, anyway, that's, you I, knew that first first viewing. Was, yes, you were like, oh, that's oh, what I was is. thinking. Like, dude, this is entertainment business. Yeah, you, you need just a lawyer. Th- yeah, you just <laughs> you didn't sign anything. anything. You're just right. faxing this stuff over. Yes, wife's fashion business. Whose with, idea was it to share it too? It was the wife's. Mm-hmm. Yes, because she saw him. Goes, oh, oh, Mike, do the do dude, the trick. Yes, yeah, wife's fashion business with Chet's wife. Uh, yeah, because they love her dress and she yes. makes her own fabric and all that stuff. Uh, be a producer on the movie. Uh, uh, he struggles because it will interfere with his teaching. So basically five different ways he could have gotten a bunch of money 
to sort of make his troubles go away, except it violates his code almost on every level. So all these people want to throw money at Mike, but he's, he's declining. Well, the movie producer didn't violate his code because he is, I guess, naive about the movie business. And he thought that they're, yeah, they're going to put it in the movie or whatever. Like yeah, he yeah. was willingly schwaxing the shit off, sure. sending it off. Like he, yes. like, because if, if you're on the flat arc, right, he's, I have this view and I'm the minority. Everybody else has a different view. Finally, and like, and obviously Chet, he saved his life. To Mouse character, he seemed very interested in him, yeah. right? And so much so that like after meeting him one time, he's like, I'm going to make you a movie producer. To to me, like Mike was, these people, I'm, I'm starting to get through. These people aren't in my dojo, but they're, I'm starting to get through to this yeah. guy. And now I can put it in a movie and spread my thoughts to however many people see this movie, right? Like, I, I think that's what he was, again, he never has any lines of dialogue like that, but I feel like that's where his mind was at. And that's all. Yeah. And movie producer, she's got a movie business. Yeah, their money problems are about to be over. So it seems. Yes. Yes. It's uh, a, that's a false victory to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All that bullshit is fun and games. How does this guy? Okay. How does this guy with these weird principles survive in you know Hollywood? Basically, you know. Sure. Like meeting all these fucking sleazy people. Because after that third catalyst, I'm back to uh, have a debate. Yeah. Joe is a black belt now. He because because he's a. Uh, He's about to go to this meeting. He's like, no, I can't go to the meeting. Who, who, class, who's yeah. going to teach he the class? He got so caught up in that. Yeah, the class. Yes. You know. And his wife saying something sage, let the wheel come around. Yeah, let the wheel come around. Yeah. Uh, I, I said, that's not really set up unless unless he's, she's talking about the training wheel that, you know, he spins for the handicap. Uh, but that is not really set up well, I wrote. So the, the, the little bit of debate that I had was this idea that maybe I shouldn't because who's going to teach the class? But then Joe, I mean, Mike. Right. No, Joe. Joe ultimately will teach... Yeah, you made him a black belt, let him teach. Yes. Yeah. But you have that as a midpoint? What'd you say? Yeah. Yeah, midpoint. Because yeah, everything seemingly going right mm-hmm. is a false victory. Her business, they want to be business partners with her. I got you, yeah, This yeah. guy wants to make him a movie producer. He's not just, you know, he's, let me take your teachings and let's put them in the movie, man. This is awesome stuff. He's, he's not just, thank you for saving my life. And it's I, not really competition because he, he, the characters are training for real life combat. Yeah. I even think him running into George and George is doing the stunts on this movie. That's in his mind is confirmation that maybe this is okay. It's okay. Yeah. All you right. I mean? All right. Cause we don't know about George. Does George have the same views? At first as I him? Probably not. Huh? At first I thought it was, oh, it was snowflake, snowflake, but yeah. not, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, George probably doesn't have the same views as no, he does. No, he just probably, knows the stuff, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So after this debate, uh, Laura shows up. Now, now I thought Laura's arc was, which I would have liked to have seen more of, but I thought Laura's arc was pretty good. Yeah. Laura shows up to her own debate and takes a class, but is still debating until Mike shows her how she could have gotten away from her rapist. A plot line, again, that goes nowhere as we never see her train with Mike or anybody else. I would have liked to have seen her because by the time, by the time the movie's over, she's overcome her problems and it's because of Mike, because of the training and blah, blah, right. blah. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Thought, they became like, she's a lawyer. She ends up helping him. Yeah. He's doing that. He helps her. Yeah. That, that whole plot point. Yeah. I would have liked apart. to have seen her. Yeah. Cause I thought that was a very powerful. He went a little hard, uh, for her first, uh, training well she she tries to leave he, he still went a little hard no, no he did he, he <laughs> and, stabbed but, me stabbed me I, I well in his mind i think he's getting her to br- have a breakthrough i think it was oh, very, for sure yeah yeah because yeah, he starts off very much if you i were to put my arms around you, you i'm not gonna touch I, you could i strike you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So it starts and then you know she's 
he backs way off. Could I strike you from there? No. Then don't. Where stand. could I strike you? And gets her. You know, I thought that. Don't stand. I, I, I was like, I, I was, this is part of the thing that made me totally on board with this guy. Yeah. And and sitting here thinking, no, I've got to like this movie. What? What? How can I crack this? You know, because I. Right. And um, I even like to me, it's um, and I don't know, I guess where it falls. It's kind of it's on the midpoint, I guess, but it's um. He's doing the script stuff, right? Yeah. Like he's he's looking at it when she comes in. Yes. Right. And so yeah. he puts that down. So this is that's pretend. Mm-hmm. This is real. Yeah. You know, somebody right. who really needs. And I help. think he he. Yeah. You know, this is movie pretend bullshit. He, There's someone out there that yes, really. Yes. And I think help. he was not going to let her walk out of there without trying yeah. to help her. Yeah, because that was at the time where he was already debating on uh, we'll let the black belt teach the class. Yeah. He's a black belt now, and then she comes walking in. Yes. Yeah, because he keeps moving on, keeps telling them yeah. several phone conversations. Yeah, I'm gonna look at the script. I'm gonna look at it. Like he had, he hadn't got to it yet. Yeah. But he's got real stuff going on as far yes. as I'm yeah i like seeing that like he just put everything from hollywood on pause as soon as she right. came in yes now and just sit there too i really she, and she's all like confused as shit yes like, well, so should was, i meditate or something and he was like no was, that's the, the first step now, leaving the outside outside yes yeah. and i thought now i i am totally on board with this move but i thought this was a real missed opportunity not here but a callback to this when he is eventually going to go fight and he's in the room with the undercar other undercard fighters he's you know obviously a little anxious and his his snowflake is there helping him spar and right. and stretching him out. I, to me, in my mind, I'm like, no, no, no. The way to pay that back, all this activity going around him, he's sitting there just letting, tuning all that shit out. Right. Taking his own advice about having mm. to do this. I thought that would have been way that more. That would have been cool. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Too. He said that would have been cool, but I think he's he's so distraught about going against his principles that he can't. Like maybe they show yeah. him try and then he can or something. That would have been cool, yeah. right? But yeah. Because um, even a flat arc will have challenges yeah. to to Because he's that close to breaking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, let's see. Well, we never, back, yeah, so. back to the scene about him <laughs> going too hard with her or whatever. Um, uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't want her to leave and he wanted her to do a breakthrough and it works, but I like how she's... The, I like I like the line a lot where she starts crying. Yeah, and he says it's okay. There's only oh, fighters. Yeah, I love, There's oh. only fighters here. At that yeah. point, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could cry too. <laughs> no, no, that was brilliant. I, I, yeah. that, that's that's why I'm like, and that's what he was showing her. You are a fighter. Yes, right? she was yes. victim mentality. But yeah. no, no, I'm I, I totally drawn in by this character and was like, there's no way this movie's not working. Why isn't it working? You know. <laughs> anyway, right. Some of the plot was here. This is again. Notes from the first thing. Some of the plot was telegraphed and I picked up on it right away when he was sending his training materials later to people who earlier said it would make a great reality show. We talked about that. I, 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 yeah. And you addressed that. Um, there's one thing further back that I, uh, I guess I like is after he, when he's cleaning himself up after saving Tim Allen right at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he sees the, the framed photograph of the professor down yes. underneath the sink. Yes. Like they're like down almost like in the, like a basement or something like a. Right. Know, a and he picks it up and he says, oh, they banished the professor down here. I think that's very telling of Bruno and his brother Ricardo. Like, they no longer care about the professor's teaching and his no, way of life. No. Like, they, it's it's out of sight, out of mind. Uh, yeah. Just like the photo is. Uh, my Because his... Uh, Silva, what, what's his name? The, the I think they're, they're brothers. So yeah, they're both Silva. Ricardo and okay, Bruno. Ricardo, yeah. Uh, Ricardo's he, the big dude. He, he only refers to it as his business. You yeah, come in here to my, my business. My, my yeah. business, Mike, you know. Right. He comes on as a producer, but wants to address a small problem first. The watch was stolen. He gave it to the cop who tried to pawn it. When it came up stolen, he was suspended per an investigation. Uh, Would not tell him who gave him the watch. The agent plays this off, says he will take care of it. Leaves and never comes back. Mike and Sandra. Yeah, so Mike and his wife are cut off from Chet and his wife. 
based on promises from uh, Chet's uh, about doing, going into business yeah, she took fashion, out. took out a loan of $30,000 from a loan shark. Smart. Yeah. Uh, no paperwork signed, no lawyers, no, money no needs notarization. To be paid back in two weeks. And, and, and Mike tries to fix it. Well, it's not my money, Mike. I got, I got people, you know. Right. Uh, I, I like how they show that he waited... Like until that place was closing down, essentially yes. for that guy to come back, give him every you know benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt, yes. Um, and there's a, a, a little moment there where he, because um, the guy left his wine. Jerry leaves his wine because he ordered a glass of wine, yes. and then open. You know, as soon as he heard about the watch, I, I'm gonna clean this up. I'm gonna make a phone call. Oh, I can't course, make a phone in here. Yeah, fucking done. Um, but he, um, like, obviously he knows what's happened at this point. At right? that he point, wrote, yes. And the wine's in front of him. They show him push it away. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he has an option here. This is a real disappointment. Here's something that can make me feel yeah, better. And he pushes it away. And yeah. it's not the first time he does that when Chet sets the. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, when he's talking about it, when he explains you, it, you have a beautiful wife. Yeah. You know, blah blah blah. That conversation, and he sets it down and he slides it away. Yes, right. and then and then there's a third element of that drink, like because after he, I guess, has to after he finds out that that my, uh, Joe killed himself. He goes back to his gym and he barely thought he did, he goes to try to work out, but he's just his heart's not in it. He he takes a shot, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah so would, th- would that be your all is lost, right there? Um, when he takes that shot. I mean, yeah, a major character killing himself probably, but at that point, I I think that's what I had. Yeah, sure. That but, that I think that's where I spotted the all is lost is his friend committed suicide. He now takes that drink. Yeah, sure. No, he and, and that's and he's going to get the money. Against his principles. Yeah, yeah, he's going yeah. to get the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. And that makes at this point there is no escape for, from the situation that he thinks. Sure. Yeah. And, and that makes sense. Except I had I didn't have any beats leading up to that. I was like, well, that's anomalous. Okay, so you you can't just not have him and then drop one right in there. What right. comes What comes before all is lost? Bad guys close in, and yeah. it's the oh the guy leaving him with the thing. Yeah, and I'm cutting Sandra sure. off. Yep. Um. Joe, uh, well, Kill Joe's him. killing himself, right? Yeah. yeah, they're high and dry, and it's bad. All right, so. And they stole his idea. And they, they try to go sure. sue them. He's got a lawyer in his back pocket that's going to help him out. And they mm-hmm. think it seems like they got him by the balls. And then they realize that they, they don't because, you know, he doesn't know at this time, but the wife sold him out because they, they got her fingerprints on sure. the window and they, they got him all set up to where yes. mm-hmm. they'll go to jail if they don't drop the charges for yes. attempted murder. All right? that is true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's all bad guys close it. Sure. That's just answering the question, sir. So, uh, yes, I have. <laughs> this, I think, is the true catalyst, the fourth one in the movie. Believing there is no situation from which there is no escape, Mike says he will fix it, goes to the loan shark, who himself has bosses. And the loan shark, and I thought this is very telling, what have you got that's worth money, Mike? Bam. And then right on the screen, they answer it. Yes, it, it's playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, to me, well, that's catalyst number four, because he's constantly being spurred and hasn't yet made the decision Right. A lot of debate, but he hasn't ever really, you know, so this is where I was struggling. Unfortunately, I read this as 56 minutes into the film. But the debate's about going against his principles. Right? Sure. Debate. The true debate is what I have next. And this is, refuses to fight. Sue's, debate number two. Yes. Number well, at least, because there's another one there. So there's, there's, <laughs> anyway, this is why I struggled. Uh, he refused to fight. Uh, he sues for theft of intellectual property for big money. But the events of the watch, which you were just talking about, can be strung together in such a way as to, Cause real trouble and lasting trouble for him, mm-hmm. for the cop, for the lawyer. Everybody's going to jail if if they the you know they've constructed this false narrative based on the watch. Right. Drop charges. Yep. Yes. Uh, so I'm calling that the true debate because he's still debating and and maybe has decided. And then another catalyst, the fifth one, the cop kills himself, failing to believe there was no situation from which you could escape. He has a widow who will now not receive a pension from the police and owes bills. And I thought her acting here was. 
probably some of the worst I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. pretty Her, hard who's acting? The, 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 oh, yeah. the wife. The wife, yeah. Uh, all she seems to care about is her bills. Not a tear. And I, I know why, I know what role that was supposed to play. The Are final, you going to pay these? Are you? Yeah, yeah, right. But I just thought it was absolutely horrendous yeah. acting. Yeah. I did not appreciate her performance at all. And that's what you get when you cast your sister, you know? Probably. Is that her sister? No. No, it could be. It could be. I'm joking. But yeah, she yeah, was Mamet terrible. should have. Yeah. yeah anyway. Uh, debate. Missed the, missed the casting right there, buddy. Yes. Yeah. She was rough. So now I have another debate. Looking at Joe's widow's bills, at the bottom of which is the business card for the fight promoter, the only two ways to escape are to embrace the force or deflect the force. He tried def- deflecting it you know, through the lawyer and this kind of thing. So embracing the force is the only other option. Yeah. Break into two at one hour and five minutes of an hour and 35 minute movie is what I'm having. So this is where, this is how much I was struggling. Okay. The movie's almost over. He decided, he finally decides, you know, which, which to your point, you probably have, have stronger choices about some of these beats because they do make sense, but I was not able to nail them. Right. Uh, at all as I was going through it. So you, the, the, him, him finally deciding to take the fight that you're breaking the three or what, what is that? that? That's still like all is lost in a dark night, okay, right? Because okay. he's going against his principles, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, him, because he almost breaks. And then once he realizes that the whole thing is a charade, right in the fights yes. are fixed. And then he uh, he tries to go and talk about it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. See, I say that. I haven't written down as all is lost, but maybe maybe that's still bad guys close in. Because his definitely his breaking into three is after going out and getting slapped in the face by her. I'm coming back in. No, I, I, I do want to talk the about charade. That. I'm ripping it open. That's his breaking the three. Because I went from thinking that that's yeah. an inexplicable, inexplicable and stupid scene to oh my god, that's that, well, we didn't need to. I like it because we didn't need to hear what the recap. No, no, he no, just no. told her, hey, uh, the whole thing's a charade. Blah blah blah. Like he told her everything we just saw. Well, yeah, sure. he saw he saw the marble trick. because the, the, the first fight happened, somebody two other people fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saw the marble yeah. thing happen. And then he saw his buddy in the dressing room, the little magician, magician. guy. And he knew the fix was and in. He knew, oh crap. So he was just leaving. He was no yes. longer going to. But I didn't understand. He goes and talks to Bruno and the other guys first, too, because he, he gets upset about. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, all the fights are fixed. But guess what? You get you get a pass. Every fight tonight that you sure, win, you you're going to win. You go home. You're going to win. You go home and get some money. But again, it's going against his code. It weakens the world. Yes. Yeah, he's got to fight. So it's it's close, right? You did this it's, in front of the old man. You you brought the old man up for this bullshit, him. right? You nah. brought him down for that, and he he's an old man, right? So yeah, yeah that's why he's like, "Fuck this, we're packing up, going home." Right now, but I I want to talk about the slap because the first two times I watched it, I still didn't get it. I'm like, "What the?" But it's the student becoming the master. I think he's leaving. We don't aren't privy to yeah, that. He's packing up shit, and going home. Yeah, yes, but but uh, she's mad at him for giving up. And probably says something like, "That's not the code of the word. That's not a fighter. You go back in there and you and 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 you show them. No escape. You yeah. show them your truth. You show them what you taught me. You right. you don't teach me all of this and and save my life and then you just right. walk away in defeat. No, sure. bam. Yeah. And that slap is her teaching him. I think. Sure. And I didn't get that to like third or fourth time. But when I when I figured that's probably what happened, I'm like, hell yeah, it, she has become the true student." Right. And, it's, con- and, and probably, it's contact. It's a big moment for her, too. And right? it's contact. But at that point, she almost shows that she has her black belt. She is yep. worthy. To t- so at that point, that whole I slap. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because she's worthy. And I guess in a way, Joe is not. Yes. The, 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 he has he, lost his way. Yeah. If you want to talk about it. That, that Even so, like he's. he's the guy that killed he, himself. Yeah. 
No, no, no. Uh, Mike, oh, the main Terry, guy, leaving, yes. has yeah. lost his way. He's looking for the pharmacy that's closed now kind of thing. Right. You know, he's he's lost. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's she, right. she has a wreck, and, and that turns her around. She slaps his face. That's his wreck. That's his... Yeah. Yeah. So once I start putting that together like the third or fourth time, I'm like, no, that's fucking brilliant. I mean, just imagine if if she hadn't been there and he walked out having everything he's ever known. Yeah. It's all for nothing. Yeah, he maybe lost he everything. Maybe he goes stuff. back drinking. Maybe the dojo yeah. goes down. All kinds His of wife's yeah. long gone. Yeah. yeah. Fucking bitch. Yeah. So he he really is zero. Right. So she saves his oh, that's life. That's the other part of it. Oh, and your wife sold you out. Yes, he was. So, he keeps pushing. Well, how did y'all know? We were. It was just us there. Yeah. How did y'all know about really what really sure. happened with the window? Uh, your wife sold you out. Yeah, there she is. And the brothers like, yeah, who do you think? The money, yeah. Who do you think you married, man? Yeah. Yes, and uh, she was, you know, uh, Mary. What's her name? Anyway, the lawyer was raped. Laura, Laura yeah. was raped. Essentially, Mike Terry's life has just been raped yeah, from sure. him. So, it, uh, once, I, like I said, after about the third or fourth time. I'm like that's fucking brilliant. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. That whole slap is right. Speaks volumes. I I loved it. You know. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so he breaking the two at 105 agrees to compete. First time through this movie is what I'm saying. Yeah. Now I, I thought this was good to highlight the stakes here. So Terry is down there getting the rules of this fight and everything, and he looks over and we cut to an interview with the Asian guy talking about the the code of the samurai. Right. And I thought well, that's highlight. You're highlighting. The code of the samurai versus what he's being forced, he sure. thinks, to do mm-hmm. now. Right. Did you see who the guy in the red shirt with the cup that's giving him the the kind of the... I the, could not place... I, I said, I know I've seen this guy. Who is this guy? Dewey Crow. Yes. Fucking, yes. Fucking Dewey. I not couldn't... looking like Dewey or sound like Dewey, but yes. it's Dewey Crow. I, I, it was, I was negative. Watching, I was like, holy shit, Dewey Crow. Yeah. I, I, I kept looking at him and times, said, I know he is somebody. Yeah. And I I never what? stopped to look it up, but wait, who is it? Who are we talking about here? He's a uh, Dewey Crow Justified. on Justified. Oh, Justified. He's an Australian. Uh, he was actor, in a movie. But he does an American accent like really well. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because oh. he's he's in a in a kind of a dark comedy horror movie, probably filmed in Australia, where they're uh, him and his brother run a uh, cattle farm or something, or they they supply meat to grocery stores, whatever. And I guess times are hard. And there's a series of accidents and bodies start piling up, and all of a sudden their meat problem is over. <laughs> but he plays one of the brothers. One of the brothers. Yeah. Uh, it's a dark, bloody kind of horror movie comedy. Wow. Worth a watch. You should nice. look look it up. I don't remember. Well, there was another. There's another background character uh, as one of the Asian fellows there at the end. He was in Best of the Best. Oh yeah. Yes. He was one of the yeah, Korean. He's guys. one of the henchmen. He gets beat yeah. up by Mike Terry. Okay. Yeah. All right. I noticed him. Yeah. And I did notice, uh, what's it, Kutro, is that his name? The, the MMA guy? Who's Couture. Couture, yeah. Randy Couture. Yeah. Well, John Jacques Machado is the other guy, the the brother. Yeah, uh, Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo Silva. He, that dude, the Machados. Yeah. <laughs> that, He's a badass. Yeah. That dude will rip you apart, <laughs> then put you back together like a pretzel. That's crazy. But I did notice uh, his ears, cauliflower ears. Yeah. He oh, yeah. beat the shit, man. Randy Couture yeah. is the, all of them. Yeah. There's a few that make an appearance in there. Yeah, yeah. Fun and games, just one of them. This is my take. You, you are much more on track than I am. The first fight based on Mike's stolen system, Mike warming up in the undercard room. And then again, I talk about the missed opportunity. Mike sitting quietly while all, all others around him do their thing. I thought would have been better. This is just me. But he, but now he is in the same situation as Laura was. A knife to his throat and his way of life about to be raped. So I, I think it symbolically the knife is to his throat at this point. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because even the, when he's about to go out, the, the cop, 
the the other cop that he that he knew. You know, damn shame about Joe. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. the world was you, Mike. Yeah. Like yeah. now this cop who liked him is now convinced that he, you know, that he gave Joe the the bad, you know, the yeah. stone watch or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what does he say? Who the hell pawns a watch given to him by so and so? Right. And, and, and it's like this wasn't supposed to happen. You're supposed to take the watch and right. So some done. guy saw because he doesn't kind of dumb motherfucker pawns a watch. Yeah, yeah, right. Frank, yeah. So what was the deal? Like he's like, did he know it was stolen? Did he steal it? I don't. I don't think Tim Allen's character knew. The other guy just bought it cheap, right? Even though he's got all this fucking probably money. knew it was hot. You know. I think he said he didn't know it was. Uh, I think he's going to say that. He I, just, yeah. yeah, he got a cheap watch. Because yeah, I think when, he got when, a cheap watch and then ended up, because he, because like James said, he had no idea. He never anticipated this guy. Well, that's the thing. When, when he leaves that Frank. dinner after Give Mike. Me a lavish gift. Right. Yeah. When Mike says, this is a problem we got to, he leaves and never comes back. At that point, they're cut off. So in my mind, like, I guess I didn't understand that. I, I, I finally understood the slap, but I didn't understand this. Like, why is he so offended that Mike would have raised this issue about a stolen watch? Does he think this guy's too? This guy's going to cause trouble because he he's so honest? Or you know, if it comes to light that I bought a stolen watch, then I could get in trouble. Like, what was his? Yeah, beat? what he thinks it came from Chet too, and he doesn't want Chet to to look bad or whatever. Okay, right? so he's that he's guy. cutting off this because this guy's honest, and honest people just cause They're trouble. Terrible. Yeah. Okay, honest people. Yeah, this is Hollywood. Avoid honest people yeah, at all yeah, costs. Yeah, yeah. My God. Okay. All right. Because he doesn't tell me he gave it to Joe. He says, I pawned it or whatever. Right. And then the guy's like, well, it's your your watch. Do what you want. Well, then as soon as he found that it's fucking stolen. Yeah. Oh, some dumb, some motherfucker, you know, gave Chet, you know, a hot watch. I'm going to clean this up. I can't use my phone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, He was probably like, fuck this. I'm gone. I'm not wasting it. Later, he calls him the dumb motherfucker. Yeah, because we don't need you. We got your system. Yeah, we got your stuff. We don't need this headache. Exactly. Yep. Later on, they get the fabrics, too, because the wife sells them out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Midpoint false feet. I had no idea. You said you had a midpoint. What was yours? Everything's going well. It's false. Okay. Victory, right. Because right. yeah. false false defeat with the, you know, I'm about to give in to my principles or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. I didn't have a midpoint. Bad he was really going to sell out because he wasn't just fighting. Yeah. Like he was going to sell out and the whole thing was fucking fixed and all this bullshit. Oh, yeah. 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 No, I would... sold them out. All that stuff. Yes. Uh, bad guys closed in. I have the fights are fixed. This is explained as how things are done. He will be the winner, take home the 50K, inevitably get a whole bunch of fame leading to new students, but he's not going to do that. That's where I have my bad guys, but you you have yours much earlier, obviously, because this is way toward the end of the movie. So I knew it couldn't be it, but I, I was at a loss. Yeah, them cutting him off. and Yeah, all is lost. His wife has left him to get out of financial... Right, student killing himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I have all is lost. His wife left him. Yeah, the storm in the castle is... What uh, really happened to the night? After she slaps him and he turns back in, he's going to go fix shit. I'm yes. going to rip this open, yeah. Yeah, Dark Knight of the Soul leaves the fight with nothing. So yeah. at this point, I'm, I'm thinking, well, the, these beats are like one second long. Yeah. But... Because yeah. he didn't go in there to fight a bunch of dudes. He just wanted to go to the ring and tell everybody that it was yes, a charade. right. And all these guys keep getting in his way, so he has no choice but to... No, no, I'm no, not going to let you get in my way of the truth. Right. So I'm whooping your ass. Yeah, he wanted to let the old man know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he was gonna yeah, he's gonna yeah. The old man and then I think everybody that was betting because it was Oh yeah, that's fixed. It wasn't fair. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it was fixed. Deal, yeah. So this oh. yeah, the break into three wants to talk to Flynn, the commentator, and tell him what is going on, the whole dishonorable enterprise, bring it down. Storming the castle, fighting his way to the ring, uh, is losing until he sees his master watching, wondering. Mike fights silver wins, gets to the ring, does the honorable thing. The master, seemingly having learned what is going on, humbles himself. But presenting the one red belt to Mike, honor upheld. And so closing image from teaching, there is no situation from which there is no escape to showing exactly how he makes that happen for himself in impossible circumstances. So I thought 
even the meandering that I thought initially, I thought it wrapped up real well because he's showing the world exactly how it's done. Right. So at the end of the movie, he has absolutely backed up everything he said in his opening image. So I thought, mm-hmm. so at that point, I'm not, I, I was like, no, 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 this is too good for me right. to just dismiss. Yeah, and when it answers the question, what do you have to do to get a red belt? Well, you can't just teach it in a closed yeah, environment yeah, it's not in a vacuum. Be- you have to yes. embrace it out in the world where you're constantly going to be, you know, going up tested. Yeah, it's yeah, like practicing. It. It's yeah. practicing law, practicing martial arts. You yeah. you continue and the in learning. Every aspect always. of your of your life, not because even that um, on the mat, which we know, never really mean. learn much about. But the the uh, I guess the guy that was going to be the fighter, the Asian, he he bows low and presents him his belt before he gets to the ring. Yeah, and that one was worth money, so that solved the money problems too. Oh, I, okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth, quarter of a million. What he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who pawns a red belt? Right. Well, yeah, the, the, but that belt was like what uh, ivory and that was gold or some bullshit. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Symbol, yeah. yeah. No, it was symbol, symbol. yeah, an heirloom presented by the emperor. Blah blah blah. Right. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so very quickly, we won't take a lot of time with this, but I, I like I said, I love this movie, and I was like, it's not working, but I can't just dismiss it. So this is uh, and Jane, uh, Chris, you made reference to this. This is Wyland's flat arc beats, essentially a flat arc. The character believes the truth. He maintains the truth. He uses the truth to overcome the world's lie. That's the the story. Uh, believes the truth, maintains the truth, uses the truth to overcome the world's lie. There's your three acts. So very quickly, and, and once I did this, I'm like, no, the movie is rock solid. Uh, believes uh, So the first act, believes the truth in a lie-ridden world. Control self-control, terms of the conflict, no situation from which you cannot escape. Improve the position and insist on the move. These are, this is his truth. Uh, inciting event is challenged to use truth to oppose lie. Um, not let a situation control him. If the, if the truth is uh, there is no situation from which you cannot escape, then the lie is there are positions uh, you cannot improve and conflicts you cannot control. Those, that's, so that's the lie. Not, not let a situation control him, which is, that's the truth. The lie is you're going to have to fight for money. Uh, this is the inciting event, uh, fighting for money. Yeah, because sorry, yeah, it talks about the second act for the sorry. This is from Wyland. I know I'd written it down somewhere. The second act will see him placed under siege by the lie. He will have every reason to take the easy way out and surrender his truth to the lie, yep. or perhaps just pack up his truth and walk away from the lie without ever trying to confront it. So yeah, under siege and constantly being presented with easy ways. I think that's what all of that is. All the Hollywood stuff and all yes, that. I, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the first and he even starts to walk away till she slaps him in the face. Yeah. You know? No. That, that, to me, that's. Cinematic brilliance. So that's the inciting event. Fight for money. The first plot point. I don't like her system. I think it's, I think it has less beats and I think it's too broad, but I think this works. First plot point at the 25%, which we would call the break into two or that kind of thing. Uh, world tries to in- forcibly impose the lie. Uh, so uh, I think this, I think his wife is doing this, trying to forcibly impose upon him this lie. What do they eat while you are being so pure? Uh, his truth is competition is not a fight. It weakens the fighter. So his wife is basically giving him a big fat guilt trip here about what does the family do when you're being so pure? Right. Uh, the world trying to impose this lie upon him. That's the first act. Uh, second act, first pinch point, she calls it, which I find very uh, imprecise. Uncertain if truth is capable of defeating the lie. Oh, okay. So uh, begin... Uh, being a producer means nobody to teach the class. Now he's unsure of what to do. So I thought that was the weakest part of his flat arc because it's not really 
a huge problem, but to him it is. Yeah. He's uncertain if his truth can overcome the law. Okay, this is my truth, but uh, you know, I, I want to be a producer, but now I can't do this. So he's uncertain if his truth can be maintained uh, as the first pinch point. Midpoint, moment of truth, power proves truth to the world. Proves truth to the lawyer, insists on the move to producer at dinner. So he shows he's beginning to uh, have uh, proves the power of his truth to the world by bringing these things up, not fighting, enforcing his rights, not telling uh, telling the lawyer that this is a problem we got to fix before we can move on. Showing his truth to the world, at which point the lie driven characters, according to this beat, second pinch point, lie driven characters fight back. Well, they fight back with a vengeance. They cut them off. His wife has borrowed this money. They are in a bad situation. And this is the false victory, false defeat, which, you know, uh, according to this system, which I think falls fairly, fairly good. Lie-driven characters fight back. Bringing us to the third act, third plot point, lie seems to triumph externally. The lie seems to triumph big time, I think, in this movie. The Mm -hmm. cop kills himself. He seems to be in a situation that he's not able to control. The lawsuit fails. Uh, and now he's going to have to fight for money. So this third plot point, the lie seems to be triumphing, and I think that's absolutely solid. Climax comes after that, final confrontation between the truth and the lie. He does fight, but not in competition. He does not compete. He fights in in his code, bringing the other guy down uh, when he learns of the fix. Climactic moment, truth defeats lie, absolutely. He beats Silva and goes to the ring. Resolution, new truth-empowered normal world. He gets in the ring and everybody, his wife realizes she fucked up now, uh, exposes the lie. The whole world sees his truth at the end of the movie. Right. It, it, it literally goes out with a hug and a drumbeat, which I thought was also brilliant. So anyway, that's very quickly the flat arc structure. And I think it's almost hundred percent at that point. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's mostly a character driven and I think it defies your, your, your standard structure, which is okay. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Like that's, uh, that's a big difference in some of the other things that we've reviewed. Like yeah. it's nice, refreshing thing to know that there are other ways to do movies out there. Yes, it may not fit this way that we're doing it, but other ways it's spot yeah. on. And so, so I wrote character driven versus plot driven. Every story has a plot. Obviously, this has a plot, but the emphasis is not on that. The emphasis is on watching this character move through a world and, and what choices is he going to make. He said he's going to make this. Does he stick to it? Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. the, the the character structure, I think, nails it almost beat for beat 100%. And I think it's rock solid. Looking at it another way, it looks kind of meandering. I think. Right. Yeah. But I wanted to love this movie because of the character. And I, and I was determined. So I wound up watching it like four times. And when I did this, I was like, yeah, that's it. I can love this movie guilt-free now, you know. <laughs> anyway. Any other thoughts? No? No, just... Uh... Yeah, there's one line that makes me laugh. There's a lot of lines that I like, but the uh, at the end when he's comes up to Ricardo when he's that's the last, the, you know, almost like a kind of like a video game where it's a big boss, right? He's beating all the henchmen. Yeah. Now he's got the sure. um, and that guy's in his way, and he's like, he's you know, he basically tells him I'm going to the ring where he's and the guy says you're going to the ring to to ruin my business or whatever. Um, and he goes, yeah, and he says, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'd prefer you not to do that. Just he almost laughs. Mike Terry goes, I understand that. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, I, I just that. I like that line. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. go ruin my business. I prefer you didn't do that. I understand that. I understand but, that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Just his delivery. No, right, no, it's yeah. it, and then they fight. You know, but it's good. Uh, 
I, I liked his exchanges too when uh, after he saves Chet, you know, and uh, what what happened here? Oh, some kind of bar fight or something, you know? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, he uh, um, he. I don't remember the the what he says. The cop says to him, he says, uh, "Nobody knows me," or you know, yeah. whatever. I, that whole exchange. That's why I just love this character, and I wanted to make this work because I I was totally into this character mm-hmm. and his story or whatever, you know. All right. Any other thoughts or... No, ready? Okay. Yeah. All right, Chris, you're... I'm first, you're, huh? You're pick. All right. Um, I guess it's, I'm torn. How uh, are you torn? <laughs> for me, I love this movie, so I would say recommend, but I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, right? No. Um, But yeah, I guess if, if you're a movie fan and you're looking for... More than just you know, I guess a popcorn flick, right? And you're maybe you even a, uh, you like fight movies, but you want more than just you know cool fight scenes and people you know beating each other up or whatever. Then yeah, I guess this is this is your thing. You know, check this out. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's a very good story. Um, and it's it's a strong story, like you said. It's very you know character driven. Um, for the most part, with the exception of the widow, it's well acted. Yeah, well, um, she was, so. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like it a lot. But yeah, I'm fully aware that it's not. I mean, if we talked about the numbers, right? It's not everybody's cup of tea. I was pleased to hear that, you know, that y'all said so many people would recommend it to you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a small, you know, small little little known movie that, you know, not very many people. Well, I think it probably has developed a following in years after. Yeah. That it's a gem that you discover because I, right. I, I think it is or whatever. I, I I recommend it. I And I even if it's not your cup of tea... Because I was, I was like James said, I was fully expecting. Okay, well, I know what's going to happen in the end. There's going to be a big fight. He's going to win. Nope. And I think that's smart writing. And I think it, yeah. it, it, if a story surprises you, then 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 it's smarter than you are. And I want a story to be smarter than me. I don't want to know everything's going everything that's going on, or or even be able to predict the ending. At that point, you're just waiting for it to be over. So I was, <laughs> I no, I was absolutely thrilled to to see how it ended. Right. Uh, not a fight. You know. Uh, obviously, there are is a fight, but not the way you thought. And I, and if a movie right. can go away that if you're looking one way and it takes you another and you can be like, Oh, I, that's cool. I didn't see that coming. That's, that's something that's good. I recommend it. Right. I think even if fighting fight movies aren't your cup of tea, you should try it because it's the story is of such quality. I think that you will enjoy just the value system that it, that it brings right. uh, to sort of inform your thinking, you know, or whatever, even for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And just, I guess, you know, that was something like, um, it's even, like just subtle, like with the him putting on his gi to fight, right? So everybody was wearing, going to the ring, wearing yeah. these these fighting gis, and that was the wrong way, right? That's what he wears in his comfort of his dojo when he's teaching. Yeah, he probably didn't right? have anything else. Right, right, right. But he he doesn't take on the bad guys and show his truth wearing the gi in the ring. He does it in plain clothes because that's who he is. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, the, yeah. He's he, embracing it outside of the. I mean, he, he always does, but I guess you know what I mean. It's just having. They could have easily had him fight the other guy, like you said, gone that way and had him beat everybody in the ring or whatever. Yeah, but it wouldn't have had the same, you know, weight to it, and wouldn't have meant the same. Right, right, right. Because, uh, because I, I was reading too much into that, but yeah, him wearing well, plain clothes against the because the bad guy is wearing a you know no a, absolutely a or whatever. And and I think he says at some point the competition weakens the fighter, so he is saying at that point. You you wearing your competition clothes, you're 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 weak. You you have weakened yourself. You have right. you know. And and then the guy says you're ruining my business. So he he's turned you know and turns his back on the high master. I found myself thinking Mr. Miyagi a lot and thinking Mr. Miyagi 
was more powerful the, the first time because I thought some of the weak points of the story. But no, I, I, if you don't get it the first time, it, I think you should watch it a second or third second. and think about it because I think it's worth more it. going on there. Yeah. Jerry, any thoughts? I, so I recommend anyway. Yes, absolutely recommend. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'd have to give it a consider. Um, I really enjoyed the movie, though. Yeah, I remember when Observer, you were like, I like that. That which I blew did. my mind. I did. <laughs> right. I, I really did like it. I was expecting three passes for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, I really liked the lead little league yeah, guy. Yes. I watch I like to watch them fight. I I didn't like the the stone things. You know, yeah. I don't like someone having to fight with the disadvantage. Well, or yeah, but I, I story-wise it's completely understandable. It, it makes sense. I, well, yeah, but anyway. Anyway. But the reason I said consider instead of recommend is I was asking so many questions throughout, you know. Yeah. Like we were talking about, I was like, what is she doing? You know, when she was looking, I thought she was looking for drugs for someone else. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, right. I, I, yeah. Because I was like, I what, what is she, who is she talking to? You yeah, know. It forces you to fill in a lot of the blanks. Yeah. So they don't, they don't and, do it for you. Yeah. You can fill in those blanks or whatever you wanted. So, yeah. I didn't like what happened to the cop. I was kind of confused on some of the, yeah. the, the, I don't know. Uh, but um, as far as the end goes, I, I did like the ending. Yeah, sure. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, even almost bring a tear to your eye at no, the end. No. You're just like, uh, I mean, I, I remember saying, ah, yeah. when the guy handed him his belt. No, no. It, I think the ending nailed it. Like, you walk out with that. End, like, there's always a saying, you know, your movie may suck for the first hour and a half, but if you can get him in the last 30 minutes, you got him. And I think definitely this ending did that. But I think at various, that's why even throughout the whole movie, I kept. Wanting to stay with this guy, you know. Yeah, but, you know, as far as the the watch, you were asking, you know, did the guy know it was... Stop- I was asking all of those questions. I was like, well, what's the deal with that? But I was so interested in the movie the whole time. Yeah. It kept my attention. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's because, yeah. And because and of the I character. really like, yeah, I really liked the lead. Yeah, guy. yeah. So, mm. consider. All right. I'll have to consider myself... Uh, decent movie decent yeah. plot decent acting all the way around i just think the as much as i know about the brazilian jiu-jitsu mixed martial arts thing don't go into that movie looking for all, all that to be accurate or sure. all that so it's totally fine but yeah it's just to consider there are other better fight movies out there i guess you'd say uh warriors one here comes the boom if you're looking for MMA, yeah. fun, fights, tournaments, those are the ones you want to go sure. to. This one, no. It's not that kind of movie. And it really surprised me that it, that it wasn't. No, no. I was... Yeah, me too. But, well, it, you, but I consider it because it was, it was good. It's, it's, it, it, you, you walk in... I walked in thinking that it was a fight movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's a character movie who has... Happens to do fighting. It's more the well, philosophy. Yes, and and you saying that it reminded me of why why we or why I wanted to take some kind of class like that when he's teaching that woman. It it is something that you can do to defend yourself. Sure, you know, yeah, yeah. there's always a way out. You know that's what we were taught. Too. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, there's all you got to think. You got to don't well, don't yeah. give in. Don't be afraid. Insist you know, on the move and all that. I, I you know, I, you so, know the escape. You know, I, I, all that worked. I thought. I, I was. Yeah, you know. but when he when he was, you know, coming against that woman, I'm like, that's what she needed. 
You know, I think he'd, yeah, we talked about that, right? I think anyway, a licensed yeah. professional would disagree with you. Sure. Well, but uh, he is. That's just me. No, right. No, he. A, tra- but I a think trauma he, victim with PTSD. Stab me. Stab me. Well, I'm no, going to grab you. I want to. No. If that had happened to me, if something, someone had attacked me, I definitely want to know what do I do next time? Right. But she needed that as, from a character standpoint, she needed yeah. somebody to, to break down a wall because she was never going to come out from behind that wall. You mean she needed somebody to. Slap her across the face like yeah. she did to him later. Like yeah, they mean, did that, that for each the, other. That's her slap. That's his yeah, slap. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because p- she tried pills. Pills weren't working. Right. Right. And so when she slaps him, so yeah. yeah so two considers. Two considers and two recommends. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. No passes though. That's good. All right. <laughs> oh, uh, one thing. Now I don't know if this is true or not true. Uh, to because James had had made reference to. Some things in this movie are not accurate or whatever. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but when Chet is talking to Mike about the number written on the back of his shoe, oh, that's the platoon number in case you you get blown apart, they know where you, you are. I don't know if that's true, but it is very true that uh, something like that is done. Like So when we were over there, you have dog tags, obviously. Well, you have two dog tags. We were told you take one of those dog tags and you lace it into the laces of your boot. Mm-hmm. So you you have one around your neck and you have one laced into your boots so that if your leg gets blown off, they have a boot with a dog tag on it. Oh, this is so-and-so from such and such has all your information on it or whatever. I don't know. So I know that something like that is 100% done, but the number on the back, I've never heard of that or seen that, but that doesn't mean it isn't true. But I did have to question that a little bit because I know that the dog tag laced in the Lacing yeah. the laces was something that was done. Yeah. And, and sometimes in stories like that, you'll see small instances of things that maybe don't happen. It, it's probably a better visual with the yeah. number on the boat. Number on yeah, the boat. And it was, yeah. for story wise, for story purposes, right. it was just something to get him to go, oh, this guy knows what he's talking sure. yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So uh, again, it's one of those movies. Like, don't look at it too critically on yeah. those things. It's, it, but yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway. It's so. I'm not saying they didn't do that. I, I, you know. Yeah, I, but what you've heard of was the dog tags. Dog tags, yeah, anyway. So. For sure. That was the one that I've heard of, too, is the dog tags. Yeah. Anyway. But. Okay, so any other? We got two number 10s here. Was, was Joe, were you 10 or were you? Never mind. Yeah, well, well that's the thing. Right, if it, you can't if have it, the same number if that's the way you do I, it. I don't know if he said it's, that's your number in the platoon. Yeah, yeah. They number themselves in the platoon. So one through. Okay, all right. Because that makes more Because if you just put, you know, I'm in the 5 4. Right. Well, there's a hundred guys in the five four. Whose foot is this? You know exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay. So numbers on yeah. the platoon. That makes because we didn't number ourselves. We just had the because the dog tag has your religion, your name, your social, blood type, blood type, everything on it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, because that's the other thing. If you're that's only one leg, right? Both legs get blown off. One's got the dog tag. The other one doesn't have shit, right? Uh, I don't know if we put them in both or not. I know we had one around our neck and one. You have two, right? So one's around your neck and one's on your left foot. Sure. What about your right foot? Yeah, I don't know. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm sure there's an answer. I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. If, yeah. I don't I mean, remember. But yeah, that's, that's, but the other thing is, you know, your blood type or whatever, because if you're laying there bleeding out, yep. they want to know immediately what's blood to get anyway. Sure. So anyway, that's just uh like I said, I don't know if it's not true not or not, true. but yeah. uh, anyway. All right. Any other thoughts on this movie? We're good. Oh yeah. Tim Allen was in this movie for like five seconds. Wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he just disappears. Which is fine. Yeah, he was at the 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 match at the end. Yeah, you see him in the box. camera. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But the way the way the the DVD the advertisements or whatever, like Tim Allen. Sure, he's in it. And well, that was to try to get 
I guarantee you, if it made sixty thousand dollars the first weekend, and that's the, you'll see movies like this where uh, starring such and such, and he's literally in it as a young actor, like his first movie for like four minutes. Right. But they're gonna bill it as his oh, movie. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston is all over Leprechaun. Oh, is she? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston is in Leprechaun. Oh, like, sure. Yeah, back in eighty or ninety one, it sure. was just Leprechaun. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't Jennifer Aniston. All right. All right. Any other thoughts, concerns, issues? Good. Cool. All right. That's Red Belt, and we are out. Chris, why did you pick this movie? <laughs> it was like a love letter to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. I think Catali. I think that's 100% the way Mamet wrote it. Like That was the weakest part of that scene. Sure. The wind blew something into the window. A storm's about to enter this man's life, and he has sure. no idea. No. Right. Here we are filling in blanks because we never find out. Right. But does it matter? That's pretend. Mm-hmm. This is real. But I thought her acting here was probably some of the worst I've ever seen on screen. <laughs> yeah, it was first few times I watched it, I still didn't get it. I'm like, what the... But... No, no, I'm no. I'm not going to let you get in my way of the truth. Right. So I'm whooping your ass. You know, coming against that woman, I'm like, that's what she needed. That's a big difference in some of the other things that we've reviewed. Like, yeah. it's a nice, refreshing thing to know that there are other ways to do movies out there. Yes. It may not fit this way that we're doing it, but other ways it's spot yeah. on.